Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. So one of my friend's daughters had a slumber party recently, and they invited, I think, eight or nine young ladies in their early teens to come and spend the night. And my friend called me midway through, and she was like, okay, I think actually that three or four of these young people don't actually know the Lord. And I'm just getting some weird crosswinds. Like there's comments that they're making that I'm not fully comfortable with. It's just kind of awkward. And there's a heavy spirit in this house that I don't like. And I just am feeling bad for bringing this darkness in where I always would rather that my house be a place of protection. So obviously there's a lot in that statement, right? So first of all, it was like, oh, thank you, God, for my friend being able to be incarnational with every missionary or evangelistic family ever in the history of the world who all have to go into places that have darkness in order to bring the light of Jesus. And that's not easy. And so (laughs) it actually is different when you're dealing with people who carry light in them rather than darkness. Um, So that was the first like, oh, well, that is a gift. But then it was so interesting because the reality is I know my friend pretty well. And one of the narratives that she has to fight against is the narrative that she hurts things, that if they come into her house or her presence, that they get injured. And this is a lie that has been, um, we've prayed it off, so it's a recognizable lie, but it was like, do you recognize that this is happening now? So what we said was, Jesus, what do you have to say about this? And Jesus is so gracious. And he said, this is just preparation and training. You don't need to be upset about this. This is just a divine setup. Be at peace. And so then it's like, okay, I did not fail by not curating the guest list a little bit more carefully. I am not a bad person for bringing this gathering of girls into my house. And uh, and again, if you think that this sounds crazy, then I just submit to you, this is like a very intuitive thing. <laughs> if you're a super intuitive person, you're going to be like, oh my goodness, this is totally my life. This happens. So just recognize if this isn't part of your gift mix, it's totally okay. But this does this does happen. So that's why we're talking about it. So then the question was, well, what do we do next? Because there have been words said that maybe shouldn't have been said. There's um, darkness in evidence that needs to not be there. And so I don't actually know exactly what my friend will do. But the way that we prayed was we said, Jesus, you are light and in you no darkness dwells at all. And we know from the beginning of the book of John that You came carrying your light and the darkness did not overcome it. And so the light that is in that house is actually stronger than the darkness. And so we are asking that the light would overtake the darkness and bind it and send it down. Lord, that the light would be the thing that prevails, not the darkness. We ask that there would be courage, that there would be no fear. Lord, that the perfect love would cast out the fear, that there would be a shift in the atmosphere in that house, that the children who are not carrying light would be so drawn to the light that they would want it. And um, yeah, so we prayed, we prayed over that situation, something like what I just said. And, uh, but then it was like, okay, here's the hard thing is that because there's always a solution, 
you can't just let the harsh words go, even though that maybe would be slightly more comfortable. Um, because who wants to go and like get into things or embarrass a guest or, oh, it's just so hard. So, but, and I don't know exactly how this played out, but the encouragement was to say, just gather the girls around and say, you know what, you guys, I haven't had a group of girls over in so long with COVID. Nothing is like, it's just shifted. And so I realized I forgot to give you the rules of the house. And so here are some of the rules of the house. These are the sorts of things that we just try not to say in our house. And, you know, I've heard them and it's okay that you said them, but I need you to not do that anymore. And that's kind of on me because I should have shut it down right away, but I didn't. And so please forgive me for not being a good hostess and creating a safe and beautiful environment. And so part of what that does, besides being really awkward, but it reestablishes authority and it also allows everybody to be comfortable because they know the ground rules. It also, though, takes boundaries, which is not easy for everyone. Can we just acknowledge that? And so what I love about this, though, is that it is actually a form of discipleship. It's saying, I don't do everything perfectly, even though I'm an adult. And so let me show you how to fix your boo-boos if you make them. I made them. Here's how I'm going to fix it. If you made them, here's how you can fix it. And here's why this is important. Here's why building other people up is going to be a good life skill for you to have. And so then what comes out of the party is actual genuine potential for transformation. And it's very beautiful instead of being a thing of weightiness and weariness and even death. So Lord, I'm asking for a release of the tongues that for anyone who needs to have a hard conversation, for anyone who needs to reestablish authority, for anyone who maybe needs to have some sense that there is a solution. Lord God, I am asking for your solutions. I'm asking for your words. I'm asking for your blessings. I'm asking for your life-giving, beautiful nature to be infused in the homes of all of those who are listening. Jesus, I thank you that you are that good, that you bring that kind of transformation that we don't even have to wonder. (laughs) Because Lord Jesus, when you came, you brought the light and the darkness could not stand against it. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Oh my goodness. Jesus is so good. Yay, God. Okay. If you want to learn to pray like me, you should come and do it. So you can just email me at amy at workplaceprayer.com. And then you can join prayer mentoring or let's talk about it because I love to pray with power and effectiveness. It's the best. Okay, you can do it too. Bye.